Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly... Patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Let the word go forth. Fool me once. Are you fired up? I'm not a crook. Are you ready to go? Shame on It's Abe Lincoln's Top Hat, hosted by Ben Kissel. Boom, we can't get fooled again. That's right. All right, that's Marcus Parks. I'm Ben Kissel. Today we're joined by uh, Tim Dorsch. Oh, I'm glad you could remember my name. It took Tim Dorsch. <laughs> no, I wanted I wanted to have a little patience between Marcus's name and my name so I could really nail my favorite last name of anybody I've ever met. Dorsch, the Dorsch man, it's Mr. Dorsch. Strong German name. It's yeah. a great name. I love it. Yeah, uh, I knew a girl in college whose name was Jesse Dorch. See, that's not as good. Yeah, Dorch. <laughs> Dorch. No, nah, that's bad. Dorsch. <laughs> Get over here, Dorsch. It's a great name to be yelled at by. It's a perfect name to be yelled at by, and I love uh, yelling it. There's no doubt about it. Tim and I are friends. Uh, Tim works at a production company. Tim, you recently had an experience. Uh, Daniel Pinchbeck, that's his name, Daniel Pinchbeck. He's a, he's a good author. Uh, we've spoken about him on last podcast on the left. I believe we discussed his book, uh, Breaking Open the Mind. Mm-hmm. Breaking Open the Head. Breaking Open the Head. The Return of Quetzalcoatl. Quintaquatl. For that, all of you uh, psychedelic users out there, check them both out. That's right. Of course, he never did return, but that's okay. The Mayans got a couple of things wrong. Uh, you know, not a smart people because <laughs> they're no longer here. They couldn't figure it out. They didn't, they, some, they didn't realize. They need Walgreens. And they need a 7-Eleven. That's where the Mayans went wrong. No 7-Elevens. No. I think also a lot of the human sacrifice might have hurt them as well. That was my favorite part about them. <laughs> you know, that's a fun Sunday <laughs> right there. We can all get behind. Russell Brand, of course, yes. the celebrity Russell Brand, who was once married to beautiful Katy Perry. Yep. But uh, they broke up. And I actually heard why they broke up. It's because Russell Brand's a vegan because he has a lot of money. And when you have a lot of money, you're allowed to not eat cheap things. Mm-hmm. And uh, Katy Perry... She's just a Midwestern gal who loves to eat beef. That's what and it was. It's one of the main reasons they broke up. Get she's out of here. Yeah, that's right. She's she's in the right. Yeah. She's in the right. She likes to drink a little bit, do a little bit of this. Uh, and he's in meet, recovery. He's in recovery, whatever that means. Yeah. Um, but Russell Brand was on Daniel Pinchbeck's show, Headspace, or Mind, Mind Shift. Shift. <laughs> it used to be called Headspace. Yeah. But now it's called it Mind Shift. It was changed due to legal reasons. Oh, what, was, what were the legal reasons? There's already something else called uh, Headspace. Classic. The you know? Classic legal reason. Yeah. And uh, so he's on Mind Shift, and he does a nice little performance there talking with Pinchbeck about something. What yeah, was he talking about? Uh, revolution. Revolution. Because, yes. you know, Russell Brand's going to lead it. Yeah. Everyone's following <laughs> that stinky fuck everywhere. No doubt about it. Um, 
and then afterwards, he was a, he, he, he requested a limo to pick him up for the shoot. He the deal was is that he wanted a car to pick him up at his hotel, bring him to the studio. He's going to do the interview, and right. then the car is going to drive him to his next gig. Right. So of course he does. He gets the car, goes to the studio, does his uh, you know pinchback thing, leaves on, in the car, and then does he just return the, uh, the the car as promised? No. What he decided to do was keep the car for the rest of the day and yeah. uh, ran up a seven hundred dollar bill. Wonderful. Uh, on the <laughs> he pisses seven hundred dollars. By the way, this guy he could get his own car. And then the funniest thing was that uh, he's very active on Facebook. So I went onto his Facebook page, and he was posting pictures about what he'd spent the rest of his day doing. Right. And it was like these inspiring pictures of oh, here's me with a bunch of underprivileged children in Brooklyn. Right, yeah. right, right. So you did that on our dime. Man. Exactly. He's stealing money from the production company to go to uh, pretend to be some superhero hanging out with underprivileged kids who don't know who he is mm. they don't care no. i've never heard one black kid uh you know in brooklyn walking down the street after school and been like did you see mind shift with russell brand i can't he's so amazing yeah i know i live brilliant in- i loved when he played that white dude in that terrible remake of uh whatever that movie arthur of arthur yeah that was awesome i know i live in bedstein and every time i'm at the deli all anybody can talk about is get him to the greek i know it they can't get enough of it so he's a thief and a liar and he doesn't care about those kids. It's all for beautiful photo ops. And I'll tell you, anybody that has a picture on Facebook or Twitter with them and underprivileged kids, hey, you know what? They don't like underprivileged kids because people that do don't put pictures of them hanging out with black kids as if they're hugging a lion at a zoo. Okay? <laughs> I mean, so my, my the Facebook- real people that care for people do it uh, in the privacy of their own hearts and they don't inconvenience us. Uh, by by pretending like there's some holier than thou creature, when in fact uh, the nepotism and uh, and wealth in Russell Brand's uh, family has uh, been the only reason that he's been able to uh, be successful, despite the fact he wore a Nazi outfit for Halloween eight years ago. Yeah, my Facebook page is littered with pictures of me and underprivileged kids, but that's just because I like to post pictures of me and my kids. Exactly, <laughs> that's going to be my entire family. J C Penney's. The J.C. Betty's pictures of underprivileged kids. Yeah. By the way, I really disagreed with that Nazi outfit. As a Jew. Oh, God. As a Jew. One more week. I've, uh, forever. I was talking to my mother about it. They're going to temple. They're going to synagogue. Are you serious? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, they, right now they go to a Haitian evangelical church. Uh, for uh, You don't know this, uh, Tim. but no, my, this is all new to me. Fill my me opa, up, he was dabbled in Nazism. Dabble. Just oh. put his toe in. Who's who's and, hasn't? You yeah. know. And then he was an adopted guy, though. So my dad never knew who uh, you know his dad's dad was. Mm-hmm. And uh, anyway, my dad took a DNA test. Turns out most likely 100% Jewish, uh, which is great. So I'm going to go to Auschwitz this uh, next summer because I'm not going there in the winter. <laughs> it's too cold. I don't want to suffer there, you know, uh, but I'm going to go there next summer. It's time to break the cycle of history. That's right. I'm going to go to Auschwitz. I'm going to have my little Starbucks coffee, and I'm just going to, I cannot believe what my grandfather did to my people. Yeah. You know, I am livid. I'm livid over here. You know, I can't believe this is amazing. <laughs> this is why my brain is like the Gaza Strip. This is why there's so much inner tur- turmoil in my life. Wait, so now that you know that you're Jewish, you're finally admitting that your grandfather had something to do with concentration camps? He didn't have anything to do with concentration <laughs> camps. He was on. He was a Navy man. He wasn't uh, under the sea. Was there some concentration camp I didn't hear about? Living like SpongeBob SquarePants. There might be. My grandfather had nothing to do with it. We've only explored one percent of the sea, my friend. Oh right. Well, I highly doubt the other ninety-nine percent is full of dying Jews. Don't okay. Worry. James Cameron will discover it soon. He's, oh, he's on the case. Leave me alone. Can I just get left alone? I'm a suffering Jew. Jesus Christ Almighty. Not almighty to me. 
<laughs> Hail Moses. Hail Moses. Anyway, um, but Dorsch, yeah, you're, yeah. You're, you're a great fella. Thanks for being on the show. Oh, I, thanks for having me. That's something else I wanted to say, but then, you know, you know me. Mm-hmm. I forget things. Yeah, like gratitude. For what? <laughs> what, are, what, are, what? Gratitude for what? <laughs> for your friend being on the show. I thanked him. I Good. didn't feel it was a sincere thank you. <laughs> what do you mean? Well, thanks for being here. Oh, yeah. What you're do you want welcome. me to say? You're welcome, Ben. Thanks for the beer, though. That's sincere. I got you beer yesterday. I'm buying you beer today. <laughs> you're That's how we make up, friends. <laughs> it's the only way I know how to do it. It's the best way, as far as I'm concerned. I'm oh, a friend for life now. Marcus is drinking Canada Dry because you're from Canada, Tim. That's how much he loves you. That's a, that's right. I'm I trying to make you feel you're welcome. Make, you're making me feel Usually right I drink Sveps, but today I'm drinking Canada Dry. That's Thank right. You. That's right. Sveps. As a Jew, I'm offended. I don't even know why. I love it, though. I love it. I know you do. My 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 dad is going to tell my Oma that, he's been, uh, that, that she's... Uh, been fucking a Jew her entire life. She's 91 years old. Stooping a Jew. Stooping a Jew. Yeah. 91 years old, this woman. And she's probably an anti-Semite. Oh, yeah. And he's going to tell her that she's banging a Jew. He's just trying to kill his mother. I mean, <laughs> it's insane. I have no idea what he's thinking. Keep that between you, you know. But it might help him win the uh, the presidency at the uh, at the community board yeah, there. Yeah, keep that between oh, you and Abraham. Oh, wait, didn't yeah. he get uh, beaten by an Islamic fella? He lost to a Muslim who doesn't speak English. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Obviously, he lives in Fort Lauderdale. It's a it's a right. retirement community. So, you know, uh, you know, there's a lot of uh, New York City Jewish folks there, and they all call him a Nazi behind his back. <laughs> and he cries, and he gets really offended and hurt by it. And our entire life, my house was, like, covered with, like, shalom and stuff like that, like... We had shalom over my front door, huh. which is like finding out that your great grandfather was like a slave owner, and then putting like swag over your front door or something <laughs> like that. Like it didn't really do anything, but you know he always felt very bad. So he's very happy about the Jewish news. That's good. He's very happy. Um, and of course, we're going to talk about uh, Rob Ford in a second because Tim Dorsch got the inside Canadian. I am all over it, all, all over, over the story. Right but let's talk about an American psychopath first. All right, the American psychopath that we're going to talk about. It's someone that we were afraid was going to be out of the news cycle forever. Oh, I don't like it. But she's coming back. Thank God. Sarah Palin may have been the central figure in Mark Halperin and John Heileman's 2008 presidential campaign chronicle Game Change, but it's Representative Michelle Bachman who gets prominent coverage in the duo's new book, Double Down, about 2012. And in an excerpt posted on the Huffington Post Friday, the authors share a window in a Bachman psyche after a hmm. devastating Iowa caucus defeat, apparently getting just 5% of the vote after winning that state's influential straw poll the previous year. She spent so much money on that goddamn straw poll. Oh, my she God. Was, you know what a straw poll is, Tim? No. It's, a, it's, a, it's this thing that happens in Iowa that does not matter whatsoever. She invested hundreds, not hundreds, tens of thousands of dollars yeah. and just... Oh, a, that's like the very first step of the presidential it's race. It's a county right? fair. Yeah, okay. It's a county... Never if you're voting and you hear cheap trick in the background playing live, it's not your vote doesn't count. It's not a real election. It was yeah. the dumbest thing of all time. Yeah, I yeah. was very confused because I've just started following American politics recently. Oh, you're gonna have, your I'm, mind's gonna oh break open. I'm, I'm so confused by this whole obsession with Iowa. Yeah, what's well, the deal? It's the why, first, why is that? It's the first one, right? It's the first Republican cause. It doesn't matter so much for the Democrats. Yeah, but in the Republican primary, it's just like. It's a huge stamp of approval, and uh, there was a time where Iowa tended to be right when they voted. They've failed the past couple of cycles because in 08 they went with Mike Huckabee, right. and then of course in 2012 they Santorum. went with Rick Santorum. Yeah. Uh, so basically they don't they don't predict the president. They just like 
predict who Fox is going to hire in six months for a new <laughs> shitty show that airs on Sundays. Man, I gotta, I gotta win that straw poll. Maybe I I, we could some money. You literally could. Hey, yeah. if Thaddeus can't do it, then we can't. Ooh, do it. Thaddeus, the greatest politician of all time. Yeah, if you want to get in American politics, look up Thaddeus McCotter, our Lord and Savior. He's amazing. I have not heard of him. <laughs> hail Thaddeus. Yeah, hail Thaddeus. Uh, but apparently, after getting just five percent of the vote in the Iowa caucus, uh, Michelle Bachman. Sitting in her campaign bus in the same seat where she cried with joy in August, she now sobbed over her drubbing. She said, God, I'm a loser. God, I turn people off. It's so brilliant. I want to see it. I want. I hope there were cameras there. I need to see this woman cry. They have cry. to make a sequel to the first Game Change movie. Get Julianne Moore back to play Michelle Bachman. Definitely. And reenact oh. that scene. She would, would do great. I think Julianne Moore played Michelle Bachman in the remake of Carrie. <laughs> I think that she did a, re- a religious zealot that's a psychopath and wants to keep her daughter in a fucking closet. Uh, with two debates ahead in New Hampshire, some of her advisors thought she should consider staying in the race. Bachman wanted... They just wanted to keep their job, right? Oh, they were just course. like, can we stay on your payroll for another of little course. while? Yeah. It's like, like, you know, it's like a retiring athlete. And you're like, no, Brett Favre, you don't have to retire. You know, just stay in the game. You yeah. need stop, to sh- stop sending dick pics to people and keep playing that football. And, you, know, you know, I'll keep on washing your shoes for 15 grand a week. Buckman wanted no part of it. She said, let's draft a withdrawal speech for tomorrow. You know, she wanted out. She couldn't even write that herself. So I feel like a withdrawal speech is super. Si- I quit. Right, I'm done. Yeah, that's it. Then you walk away, and everyone's like, "Okay." But you know, Marcus Bachman just had like a. He was just cooking an omelet. Like, <laughs> no, but dinner's about to be served, Michelle. Don't be sad. You know, Marcus Bachman. Do you know her husband, Michelle? Is that, Bachman? That's her pussy he with is, husband. No, he is a even. Oh my god, he's a raging homosexual. Oh, <laughs> I, everyone knows it, it's oh, just it's stunning. It's stu- like it, it is. It, he is he's the stereotype that of of every gay like wrapped in t- he's just amazing. Yeah. He's this he's this big fat guy who runs he's a psychiatrist and he yes. runs one of the anti homosexual uh clinics in Oh yeah, Minnesota. they heal homosexuals. Yeah, he that's heals right the way the gay healing yeah. the homosexuals and he is the right. gayest man on the face of the earth. In fact, yeah. in the Iowa straw poll, after Michelle Bachman won oh that, oh my god, he was so happy. He was so happy, and he went on stage, and they shared the gayest kiss. Was that it like I've watching Michael seen. Jackson kiss Lisa Marie Presley? It was the, uh, worse. It was, it it was, was worse. so much worse because he leaned his head forward, he put his hands out to the side, yep. and he wrenched back his wrists and then kissed her on the cheek, just like. Mwah. I mean, cheek. he curtsied. Yeah, he curtsied. <laughs> It was amazing, and he would try to steal the spotlight. I mean, he found the camera. Oh, yeah. You know how, like, I was watching a porno the other day, and for some <laughs> reason, the director just kept on telling the girl to find... I watched this for about four... I would say 45 seconds before I was like, right. shut up, director. But the guy, he's like, find the camera. You gotta find the camera. Marcus does not not find the camera. He's yeah. brilliant. He's in the middle of it. Oh, and, he's fantastic. I mean, if there was a microphone on him when she won, you would have definitely heard a... You would have heard... Yay! Oh, my God! I can't believe it. I can't... Oh, my... But, you know, that's why <laughs> everyone who is homophobic or believes that you can cure gay is secretly gay. And I'm sure Marcus, maybe to his credit, he hasn't sucked a dick. Maybe he hasn't licked a dick because he definitely wants to. So... <sighs> He's Who a tough knows? man, but I of mean, course. it's possible there was some sort of high school dalliance. Well, oh, yeah, yeah. Some college times. High, some I think we can all be times. sure that uh, Michelle Bachman wears a strap on and fucks him in the ass regularly, though. I, yeah, I would I, think so. I think that that's acceptable. And I bet she built it herself. Definitely. <laughs> she's not going to risk buying that thing. And I bet oh it's my made God. out of oak. Yeah, it's made of actual wood. <laughs> that's great. That's Just what a- it's like, huh, honey? You want wood? That's great. Hey, uh, hey uh, Mrs. Bachman, thank you for having me uh, over for dinner, but... Uh, 
hey, do you have any chairs that don't just have three legs? Um, because I'm like really, I'm falling over here. Uh, no, you got to use your left leg as like the fourth leg for the chair. You just want to prop yourself up. So what do you do with all the legs from your chairs? And then Marcus, oh, you don't want to know. <laughs> Nothing. Nothing. Don't even worry well, about Well, you it. know, I'm a big fella and, you know, they just break. Yeah, yeah. I swear to God, there's like a little gay beaver around <laughs> eating all the little wood from the chair. I swear it. I swear it. I swear to God. Marcus Block. Well, that's. I feel bad for Michelle. I'm excited to read this double down book. I'll probably do what I did with uh, Game Change though and listen to it on tape because that's how I. That's how I get my information. Yep. I'm an audio learner, Marcus. That's what I found out. Really? Yeah. There's two different kinds of learners. Some people are read. Although I like to read my papers. Yeah. But uh, but not so many books. And I found out I'm an audio learner. That's how I retain my knowledge. And that's huh. why I have Marcus read me everything. <laughs> I mean, it's making it very easy for me. Yeah. Right? Isn't yeah. it nice? This is yeah. great. I'm a reading learner. Yeah, Marcus is a reading learner. I'm a listening learner, and then, you know, then you're Dorsch, and you're, and you're a Dorsch. I'm a blunt object. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, double down. It does sound like it reminds me of that KFC sandwich, but that's okay. Oh, that too short of a life. The K- it's still on the menu. Oh, really? This is the thing about KFC. The KFC they introduce a product, right? And then everyone's like stunned, like when the meat and potato and cheese and rice bowl came out. Yeah, and everyone's like, "That's disgusting." But then. After all the fanfare, after all the notoriety, all the after uh, yeah. yeah, after all the celebrity status of being on the posters <laughs> outside, the, it just goes on the menu. Yeah, and then it just everyone just from now on, it's like yeah, you get the potato bowl every now and again when you wanted a KFC. The double down, it's just on the menu. So there are people now that are growing up and they don't remember when the KFC double down came out and everyone was disgusted. Yeah, when it's it was just outrageous. a norm. Yeah, when it was, it's just a normal thing. And this is how society digresses. <laughs> because it's just like, nor- like yeah. oh, yeah, no. This the is the meat- microcosm for the bigger issues. This is what I'm saying. The meat is the bread, you know? <laughs> it's like we don't got to deal with any of that fucking gay-ass Have bread. Have you tried one? I did. I, was do- I, did a sh- I used to do this thing called Kissel's Shit List, and I put the double down on it. And, is this uh, just a personal thing you did on your own? Yeah, yeah. It was just <laughs> a little, just, it's a little web series thing that had a couple of episodes. It was, it was a fine experiment, and it was, it was a, a, good, a good time. But, um, but I, so I, ate a, I had to eat three of them in one day. And that was amazing. But Digby, who is the uh, the dog of director Adam Wirtz, I gave Digby one, like one bite. And uh, the dog. Yeah. And he has been a changed man ever since. A really changed has. dog. Yeah. He, when I was I, over there watching uh, a movie the other night, and he just bit my foot over and over and over again. <laughs> like, he was just obsessed with my foot and would not stop biting. That's right. I blame it on the double down. <laughs> after we threw away all the wrappers, after the shoot was done, he literally, Digby, the dog, Cute little guy. I forget yeah. what kind of dog. He's a little he is. terrier. Little terrier. He lied down by the garbage can and cried. <laughs> he cried. He mourned like an elephant at a graveyard. Like an elephant. He, he was so sad that the double downs were gone. I gotta buy him another one. God. I gotta uh, get I, that's one. all I want right now is a double down. Yeah. I haven't even tried one, but now I feel like I really need. Some. They are. It's like. It is Swiss cheese, two fried pieces of chicken, and then I think it's Thousand Island dressing. Yeah. Isn't it bacon in the middle? And there's some bacon in there as well. <laughs> yeah. God, it's absolutely. It's immoral. God bless. America. It's immoral. It is. God yeah. bless America. Does that happen? In, do you have that in Canada? We do. We you do, have actually. the double down. We do. Well, actually, you're welcome. Yeah. Thank you know, you. we yeah. did that for you. That's our war. That's how we're going to kill the Canadians. Mm-hmm. Trickle up fat. That's All how right. we're killing the rest of the After world. America Perfect. Lost, uh, the War of 1812. This is now like lost the battle, but the war is still. That's raging. right. It's just a really slow chemical war. Yeah, you know, That's it's like we don't warfare. use ricin. Yeah, exactly. It is chemical warfare. Transfat warfare. It's perfect. 
Um, so uh, I'm this this book sounds very good. I'll have to I'm going to listen to it and I'll I'll report back what I think Mr. Uh, Helper and, and I forget the other dude's names. Uh, are saying I would love to hear about that Republican primary though. That man, ridiculous. They, well, we were obsessed with that. By the way, my parents. Uh, speaking of Rick Santorum, who they voted for, my dad just signed up for Obamacare, and he's thrilled. Really? <laughs> he got a huge. I swear to God, I, I just I don't understand my parents. They're two of the dumbest human beings on the face of the planet. Um, I've heard and, nothing but bad things about Obamacare. Well, yeah, that's the thing. Well, it's the rollout that's been bad. The website. The website. Yeah, everybody on the news is saying that this website is going to sink Obama's uh, legacy forever. It'll be fine. They just have to fix the damn thing. $600 million for a clunky... I mean, Pornhub doesn't shut down. Never. You know, it was like there was only... Well, there would be a crisis in society if Pornhub shut down. <laughs> it would, would be huge. At work? Pornhub gets a lot more hits than this goddamn website does. Yeah. It makes no sense why it's shutting down. I saw the, the weirdest Pornhub video, I was, uh, and it was just redhead rolls a blunt. And, and it, the, was, it was just a naked girl rolling a blunt for four minutes. Well, who has that fetish? I don't know. That seems weird. That's a really It just makes one. me want to blunt. It doesn't make me want to <laughs> jack off or come or anything. I just want weed after that. Yeah. That's great. I saw a video one time of a woman smoking a Cuban cigar with her vagina. Okay. And she was taking like... Are you sure it wasn't just Fidel Castro? <laughs> <laughs> he is getting very old. Yeah, no, it was this, yeah, this very hairy woman. Huh. Um, no, she, and she was taking like some serious pulls off the cigar and just blowing it out. I recommend it to anybody who's... I love it. Now. I wish we could get her in studio. That sounds amazing. Yeah. That sounds dangerous. It I sounds- wonder if you can get, like, tobacco or... Uh, I think you will... Pussy Nicotine. cancer, for sure. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a bad one. Ovarian, I think they call it. I just want to hear it when she queefs, if it sounds like an old man. <laughs> I'm sorry, I've been smoking cigars for 30 years. Uh, that's so bizarre. I didn't even know you smoked. No, my voice is beautiful, but her pussy just sounds... Nah, yeah, yeah. Pussy yeah. sounds like a sailor. Um, Come on, get at me. Speaking of smoking and cigars and whatnot, all things disgusting, uh, let's just talk about Rob Ford. We have This to. guy is amazing. He's back in the news again. Uh, of course, he's Toronto's mayor and... Um, Bad week. Bad week for him. Mm-hmm. It wasn't a bad week, though, Marcus. And tell them why, because it has something to do with approval ratings <laughs> that don't seem to be taking a hit. Mayor Rob Ford's approval rating rose slightly. Ro- He's been in a scandal. <laughs> He's a convicted felon. After police chief Bill Blair confirmed the existence of a video in which Ford appears to smoke crack cocaine and make homophobic and racist remarks, according to a poll taken Thursday night by Forum Research. Marion Barry was smoked, caught smoking crack, immediately fired. Immediately yeah. fired. Every single politician. What was the guy who said the Dukaka thing? Uh, uh, that uh, He's a Republican guy uh, from the South. He was a very re- well-respected uh, Republican. Immediately lost the election after he made fun of uh, uh, an Indian fella. Like, <laughs> only in... It's just bizarre because Canada is considered very nice and pleasant and super liberal. And this man is breaking every single social taboo. And everyone's just like... If I could, I shed, like it. If yeah. I could shed some it. light on this issue, please, yes, please and, and offer please. some context. Because, by the way, the poll found that forty-four percent of voters approve of the job that he's doing as mayor. I mean, is he doing a good job? Yeah. No, he's doing a terrible job. He doesn't do anything. His whole maybe that's why they like him. Yeah, I mean, look, here's here's the reason why he even got it in the first place. Because in the last election, our mayor before that was a guy named David Miller, okay, who was seen by many as a you know. Uh, the money, cool. money, uh, hemorrhaging, liberal, okay, you know, pro-gay, blah blah blah. Sure. And is Toronto a conservative town? Downtown Toronto is the most liberal part of Canada. Okay, but there's all these suburbs around Toronto that are very conservative. Sure. And so it's kind of this battle between downtown and the suburbs. Hmm. And so in the last election, Rob Ford came in and it was just hyper conservative, really, really fat. 
really yeah, yeah, loud. Yeah. He's the everyman. He has barbecues. He drinks beer. He smokes crack. You know? <laughs> <laughs> and, and well, his, now you you lost me at crack, but uh, that's okay. Uh, his whole thing was he was going to stop the gravy train at City Hall. That was his uh, motto. I like that he used the analogy of a gravy train. Yeah. They're like, what should I write in my speech? And they're like, write what you know. I don't write- know gravy. Well, I know about gravy trades. <laughs> yeah, and so he, he won actually by a pretty large margin. Yeah. And uh, since then... But, and, but you, when he was running, I mean, did the news media cover the fact that he had been arrested multiple times, that he tried to drive his kids wasted to Florida? Oh, see, that oh, happened Christmas after. Day. Oh, this happened afterwards. That happened after. Oh, okay. So when, when did he first get elected? Uh, what was it, 2011, I think? Okay. Something wow. like that. So this has just been two years. It's of- been... And this guy, he was a councilman for probably 10 years before that. And when he was a councilman, well, was were, were there scandals? or? Ever- oh, yeah, because he would he would go into the... There was one thing where he like made a racist comment towards an Asian person. Oh, yeah, he, I love this story. He called them Oriental, and that caused a big yeah. issue. So then what he did was he went to the grocery store and bought a, uh, <laughs> a container of ramen noodles that were called Oriental noodles. And he brought this in the next day and said, see, this is what they're called. It says it right here. They Oriental. call themselves that. Yeah, exactly. Oh that was my his justification. God. So oh, he has amazing. zero advisors. No advisors. He, he does. I don't understand what they do. Nothing. Uh, you just got to wing it. something right because his approval rating keeps going up. Exactly. Well, they say that the approval rating is bolstered by an unshakable core group of supporters known colloquially as the, the Ford, Ford Nation. Nation. <laughs> the Ford Nation. The Ford Nation. Oh, my God. This yeah. is just. Despite an unbelievable awareness of the video scandal with 98% of respondents saying they were aware of the news. Okay, this is, is this what we want? Is it, I mean, we, is this, I mean, I'm almost happy about this because this is the first honest politician. This is the first time. It's like that fellow from, uh, we were discussing before the show began. I believe it was the Colbert Report or was it the, the, da- uh, the, oh, the Daily, Daily Show? show yeah. um, uh, where the, uh, he was a uh, Republican congressman from. He wasn't a congressman. He was uh, like an election supervisor. An election because supervisor. the entire segment oh, okay. was about. Uh, voter rights mm-hmm. and people and uh, black people and uh, women not being able to vote. And this guy right. essentially admits that these voter laws are made uh, in order to gain Republican votes. Right. And, and in order to uh, dis- Democrats. Exactly. Yeah. And which, of course, translates to like most of the African-American population, black folks and things like that. Um, but he was honest. Yeah. You know, but, but of course, in America, when you're an honest politician and you say racist things, the next day he was fired. Yeah. Next day, Rob Ford saw a spike in the numbers. <laughs> and you know, I the, mean, it's amazing. Uh, the funniest thing, too, is that, yeah, like the day that this came out was Halloween, the, when right. Bill Blair came out and, and made this speech that they, they got the tape and it's all real because this came out in May. This news of right. the tape broke. And, yeah, we've been and, talking about this forever. Or forever. And he it, denied it. it. He denied it all the way through. So the tape doesn't exist. I don't smoke crack, blah, blah, blah. Right. Halloween, the news comes out that a tape exists and it's true from the chief of police. Right. And he and the only thing Rob Ford said was, "I have no reason to resign." Yeah. And then he took his kids trick or treating and uh, fell down. <laughs> he falls down all the time. I've seen so many videos of him falling down. All it's he does is fall down. <laughs> you know, he said, "I think everybody has seen the allegations against me today. I wish I could come out and defend myself. Unfortunately, I can't because it's before the court, and that's all I can say right now." No reason to resign, and he doesn't have a reason to resign. Right. And then and then what he does is, uh, I, th- I think it was the next day, there's a uh, news channel in Toronto called AM680 News. Right. And they these two guys were having a talk show. And these guys cover City Hall. They have for years. And they're talking about this thing. So then Rob Ford 
calls in pretending to be somebody named Ian from Etobicoke, <laughs> which is the neighborhood that Rob Ford lives in. All right. And Marcus, do you have this audio of him calling in this radio station? I have the audio. Okay, let's, let's I haven't actually heard this yet. All right. Let's analyze it all for ourselves. Here's a Ian from Etobicoke moments ago with Making us. Making air quotes, I see. Yes. <laughs> and let's. Uh, we started off by asking him if the mayor has anything to answer for. No, I don't think he has to answer to any of that. He has personal problems. And by the way, by the way, if you think you can fire somebody because they have a personal problem with something like the substance abuse in a union or, or with a labor, you can't. No, you but can't you. Fire them. You know what? But you, the you mayor's not. A, the mayor's not in a union. Uh, here's the thing. Nobody. Uh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. You're not nobody, nobody's a, a union in there. Nobody's accused uh, the mayor of breaking the law on this show or this station. Well, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Breaking the law. Okay. Nobody's I accused him of that. Okay. First of all, let me get another one across to you. How do you know when you're being videotaped? Do you know? When do you, well, okay. Uh, sorry, what was your name? This is Bill. Is this Rob Bill? Fort? Bill. Okay, Bill. How <laughs> Hold many on, I'm serious. Hold on a second. Last week. Who am no, I talking to right this? now? That's a, been, Ian. How many times have you been videotaped in the last week? The times that I've looked into the camera, once. Oh, yeah, you looked at the camera once. How do you know what you do exactly? <laughs> There's cameras everywhere. Okay, okay, so you're telling me that he goes around it and videotapes himself smoking crack. Rob, Mayor Ford, Mayor Ford, I know your voice. This is you, isn't it, Mayor Ford? And away he went. He uh, dropped a line. All right. That's, All right, oh, yeah, that's yeah. amazing. Oh, it that's is so definitely great. him. <laughs> and you know he's not wearing clothes. There is no, yeah. That's a bathrobe and underwear yeah. argument that that he's, guy is having. He's drinking a beer in the bathtub. Definitely. With a wireless phone. Here goes Josh Man for having substance abuse. Uh, you never looked in that camera. <laughs> <laughs> he is terrified. He's a wonderful person. God, he wonderful just, mayor. I mean, this is a, a this is an absolutely like, great example example of the lack of negative reinforcement because yeah. he's had there's been no blowback on any of this stuff None. and even if there was it was a blowback that as you say like lasted maybe a day or two yeah so he, he could just keep doing whatever he wants ex- he's yeah. the teen mom he, of mayors not, not, as well, <laughs> not only is he doing it but like it is out in public yeah like, yeah it's, he's loving it time and, and he, he takes it he takes his like all right well people don't care so i'm gonna and, keep doing it yeah. Why would they? Why why wouldn't he? Yeah. You know, it's like Honey Boo Boo. Honey Boo Boo is gonna grow up to be one of the biggest bitches on the face of the planet. She's gonna be a monster. She's gonna be fat in her ego, and she's gonna yeah. be dreadful as a person. And it's not gonna be her fault in a lot of ways because we've given her a reality yeah, the show. City of because Toronto, she's sassy. The city of Toronto is the ultimate enabler, right? Right. Now. Yeah. Oh, totally. Because <laughs> they just They're keep saying, I love he, this guy. If yeah. he dies of a crack overdose, they should all go on trial. <laughs> Murder. Murder. <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing, this guy. And reporters, they've been hounding him. Marcus, you have a couple more clips. Oh, yeah. Uh, reporters were hounding him outside his house. Oh, yeah. This, so this was the day of. This was the, this is this the, was Halloween on the 31st when Bill Blair made this speech. Okay. So Bill Blair makes the speech. And I would assume the chief of police wants him out of office, right? I mean, like adults in Toronto find him very embarrassing, right? Apparently not. I, <laughs> I mean, what can he do? I mean, the chief of police, I mean, I guess they could just arrest him. Well... They can't, technically. Why not? Well, because when you see a video of somebody smoking crack cocaine, you can't necessarily prove that what was in that pipe is crack cocaine. Oh, sure. Okay. So maybe it's tobacco. But Marion Barry, now, he was arrested. (laughs) Yeah. And wasn't that just based off... Oh, there was was a sting, though. There was a sting. It was an undercover cop. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, let's see this, uh, or let's hear this video. Uh, It's Mayor Ford confronts journalists. (laughs) (laughs) Of course he does. Cameras, get off my driveway, please. (laughs) 
Well, can you tell us about... Get off my... Okay, let's go. I can't even get off my driveway. A focus of the police... Guys, can you get off my driveway, please? Sandra Lisi. Sorry, get off my driveway, please? Can you get off my driveway? Can you tell the people of Toronto about your involvement? Can you get off my driveway, please? Can you get off my property, please? Can you get off my property? Oh, my God. Can get off my property? I'm leaving. Okay, thank you. Thank you very much. Get off my property. Thank you. Thank you very much. What do you understand? Get off the property, partner. Get off the Thank you. Thank you very much. Are you the focus of the Thank you. 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 He sounds he sounds lovable. I l- <laughs> get off his property. Hey, partner, you sounds, come on, partner. He sort of sounds like um uh, uh Philip Hoffman. Uh, no, Philip uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman. Phil, yeah, yeah, Philip yeah, Seymour yeah. Hoffman. Yeah. Philip Seymour Hoffman could nail him in a movie. Totally. Oh. He sort of sounds like him in uh, in Big Lebowski. Yeah. I think we need to write that. Yeah, totally. Yeah, he has this sort of like crack. Like he sounds like he's about to cry. Uh-huh. His voice like cracks, but then he's this big bulbous fat person who can definitely, you know, he's on the verge of just taking a gun and just mowing down everybody inside. Uh, I think in he his wants to. I think he really. Oh, wants he definitely to. does constantly. Oh, that's all that he thinks about. Here's the funny thing about the polls is that while 44% of people approve of the job he's doing, 60% think he should resign. Thinks he should resign. Right. So, and they say that right. it's possible the reason why 44% approve oh is uh, sympathy. Yes. Oh, because he, he's an addict. Yeah, yeah, that's just sympathy. It's like, oh, he's 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 just a, he's a trouble. I mean, soul. the irony is this. Obviously, he replaced what, with Mr. Miller. Yeah, David Miller. Uh, mm-hmm. Who was a bleeding heart liberal. Yeah. The only reason that Rob Ford hasn't been tarred and feathered out of town is because bleeding heart liberals feel bad for him. Yeah, that's the only reason. And the other you know, irony he, is that this guy's a crackhead, and right. he has cut so much money from all the funding for drug programs in Toronto. Right. He's like been well, the obviously he doesn't see the need to quit. Yeah, I mean, he's, he's the like, mayor hey, with I'm an a, approval rating on the rise. He's like, I'm a crackhead, and I'm the mayor. Yeah, so why can't you guys get your lives? Together? I'm above fifty percent. <laughs> you all can't get a nice. Look, all you crackheads on the street. Yeah, take me as the example. You could be an astronaut, and you know what? I'm telling. I actually think that that is a good message. If you're a crackhead, you can look at Rob Ford and be like, "I don't have to hold this sign or squeegee this car. I can go be a goddamn leader." Yeah. I mean, it's amazing. I can be a leader of one of the biggest cities in the world. That's right, the most important city in Canada. I mean, Toronto. <laughs> there's a there's a basketball team. There's like it's a huge city. I mean, this is there is nothing. I can't think of an uh, of an analogy. Uh, in, in any other country, or I mean, at, at least in uh, between the United States and like Canada, a comparison between there, the situations, yeah. Like, I mean, Mary, Marion Bear is the only example, and he was gone immediately. I mean, he was he gone did immediately. Get, he got uh, he even did get Bill Clinton but, almost got impeached because he got a blowjob. Right, that's this, it. This guy's a racist crack smoker. Going back to uh, cigars <laughs> and the pussy, uh, we all know that uh, Miss Miss Lewinsky did a little puffing herself, little well, uh, little cigar pussy puffing herself. <laughs> you know. But, you know, he's the president of the United States. You can blow a couple smoke rooms for the guy with your fucking god <laughs> vagina. Ugh, Rob Ford. What, what and a, the other thing in the in the video, aside from the crack smoking, they say that he makes racist and homophobic comments. Which he does. Mm-hmm. I don't know. What, what's the racist thing he says? I know that he calls uh, the leader of the Liberal Party, Justin Trudeau, a fag in the video. <laughs> 
Is well, it, isn't it great to hear oh like a God. man in his 50s say they call someone a fag? Because he means it. Yeah. I mean, that's all real. That's just 100% well, you think, negative you intent think by the, the t- word. By the time you reach like 50, like I don't think it, you should have to say the whole word. Right. Well, like, he's lazy. He's like, tired. Yeah. He's a big <laughs> like, fat man. Like fag is like that's something that a high schooler says. Or, exactly. Like, someone in their 20s. Yeah, fag is fag. I just cannot believe that this guy is going. I mean, I think that if he runs again, he's going to get reelected. I think people yeah, love it's it. It's looking that way right now. Yeah. Canada loves comedy. And this man, I mean, he's a gold mine. You thought George W. Bush was funny. I mean, this guy makes George W. Bush look like Winston Churchill. I mean, he makes George W. Bush look, seem like one of the most. Like Gandhi or something. Like, yeah, like just a brilliant mind that's, uh, you know, saves society. Yeah. Oh, he's fantastic. Is there, there's one more clip that we have, and what's what's so this, this one? one is an older one. This okay, is, this is before the crack scandal, but okay. it's, it's just a classic example of Rob Ford at his best. So this is BC before crack. <laughs> yeah, all right. On the bottom line, what is, is true. What, what you're saying what now say, or what you're saying then? Pam McConnell and John Fillion. See, sure, walk away. It's the easiest way to do it. Pam McConnell and John Fillion. From what I said. Okay. Answer the question. Why you just call him a fat fuck? Yeah. Why do you say that? Why do you say that? Why did you just call him a fat fuck? You did. You did. You did. Why did that? Why did you? I just told you. That's right. You said you heard it. Okay. What did you say? What did you just say? You called him a fat fuck. You called me a fat fuck. You did. You just did. Why did you just lie about that? Are you going to lie about that? Are you going to lie about that? You said that. You just called him a fat fuck. Why did you say that? Okay. I'd like to know what your editor says about this. I'd like to know what your editor says about this, Barbara. He's following him down the hallway. The guy starts walking away. And, he fo- and by the way, his goon is wearing a banana, banana yellow suit jacket. Right in front of him. Right in front of him. Why did you do it? That's exactly what you did. No, 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 no. I want to know if you are a man. Why did you do it? If you are a man. Why did you do it? 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 from a man who beats his wife on Christmas Day. And and now, by the way, he's blocking the guy's way into the elevator. The guy's trying to get in the elevator. (laughs) Because I'm terrified? Rob, forget about it. Oh, my God. You called me a fat fuck! You called me a fat fuck! What'd you say? Holy Christ. It's like if Butterbean was mayor, <laughs> the tough man uh, fighter. Holy Christ. That is... What's the name of the fat little rascal? I have no idea what his spanky. name is. Spanky. spanky. He sounds like Spanky. Yeah, spanky. <laughs> he is straight up Spanky the mayor. You call me a fat fuck? I love the way his goon lines him up. You call him a fat fuck? Hey, Robbie called you a fat fuck. What you, you call me? What? What you said to me? <laughs> oh, my God. And then Rob feels entitled to, uh, to go after him because of that. Because he wants to... You kick the shit out of him. Right, right. Oh, man. What a fat fuck. <laughs> what a great... What did you say to me? What did you I, say to me? He is untouchable. He's yeah. untouchable. He's Teflon. He is just so I mean, damn these lovable. these are only three videos out of the countless other things that have happened. Uh, and we've played probably oh, man, five so videos much. on here before. We played when he wrestled Hulk Hogan, or arm wrestled Hulk Hogan. I didn't, I didn't beat him. Hulk, about that. He, he got Hulk Hogan drunk. Yeah. Hulk Hogan came, <laughs> came out. I don't, I don't know what was going on with his life at the time. Uh, probably the sex tape with that gal was going down. Hulk Hogan was just trashed, and they set up this whole large event, and, uh, and Rob Ford beats him in an arm wrestling competition. And uh, Jesus. Oh, it's amazing. And he takes, he rips off his jacket, and oh my god, he is my favorite. He is the greatest politician in the history. I mean, the of city's politics. going to complete hell, but at least it's fun. Is there a lot of violence in the city now? 
the city's not in a good place right now. It's doing terrible. Well, you know, you have a lot of uh, social services being cut. There's a lot of violence. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a lot of there's a lot of things going on. Up there. But I would assume it's the it's the inner city of Toronto that support him, right? So it tends to be the poorer people who probably need these services the most that like him. No, they hate him. Oh, they, so the, it's all the suburbs that love. So them. the suburban people, like, that's usually the, the ignorant people lie in the urban places. That's America. That in America, yeah, yeah. it's the opposite in Canada. And it's the opposite in Canada. Yeah, the Ford Nation is the uh, suburbs around downtown. So they just don't because they don't need the they don't need the social services, and whatsoever. they don't want to have to pay their hard earned dollars to support these uh, right. junkies and crackheads downtown. <laughs> right, right. So the crackheads and the junkies are upset with them. Yes, very. Okay. And the gays, because uh, he's yeah, the only he's mayor. Extremely homophobic. Yeah. He's the only mayor that's refused to go to all the gay pride parades. Oh wow! He would do great at. A, I would love to see him in a gay pride parade. He refuses. Oh, I would love to see him in a parade. I mean, the man has a difficult time walking. His, I would. I would really love to see how many times he falls in a gay pride parade. His reason for uh, refusing to go to the gay pride parade is because that's usually the weekend when he takes his family to the cottage. Oh, there's a cottage oh, that he goes to. Okay, you can't. <laughs> That's conflict fair. with the That's cottage. Fair. I mean, can we all say it's the gayest thing that you could do instead of going to the gay pride parade is going to the cottage? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, that's when I take my wife and the kids to the cottage. <laughs> and Prance we go to around. the gap, and we go to the you know the oh old. Oh my god, I can't believe it. Um, all right, well, I guess we can just end. We'll, yeah. we'll wrap it up with some Rob Ford there. That's that's going to be it. Uh, thanks so much for being here, Tim. Well, thank you, thank sir. you so much. For it was me. great. It was great to, uh, to hang out. You allowed me to get a lot of things off my chest. I'm happy. I'm. That's what we try to do. We try to save lives here. <laughs> try to save lives. Um, all right, everybody. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you soon. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Is America's primary system working? Is the Electoral College still the best process for electing a president? Could a third-party candidate ever be successful? In a new season of You Might Be Right, former Tennessee governors Bill Haslam and Phil Bredesen gather the country's top experts to explore these issues and more as we approach the 2024 presidential election. Listen to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee, available now wherever you get your podcasts.